Time for headlines. NFC title game Jeopardy is coming up at 720 Ooh. this morning. I am one and one. No, I am oh one and one. RJ's one oh and one. And Bobby, it's like hockey standings. Oh and two. Bobby's oh and two. Mm. Uh, you guys you you tying means you lost twice. That's what that means. No, uh, we, we so the, we, RJ we has one win. And you have one loss, and you have two losses, and I have two losses. RJ and I tied. We tied. That's losing. That's not losing. We, we, we picked up a point. A tie is losing. 720. <laughs> Another tantrum to be thrown on YouTube, Twitch, and the fan cam. What's going on in Frisco? Oh, oh, I tweeted about rumblings earlier in the week. I don't know if this is it, but the Dallas Cowboys yesterday let go of five assistants. George Edwards, whose name was thrown into... The Dan Quinn replacement pile, he's gone. Leon Lett, been here 12 years, assisting on the D-line, is gone. Skip Pete, the running backs coach. Joe Philman, Mike McCarthy's guy on the offensive line, who looked like he did a heck of a job this year. He's out, but maybe the most important name, the one that we know the least about, is Rob Davis. That is Mike McCarthy's eyes and ears out there on the practice fields. He is out as well. That has caught many reporters by surprise. Bobby Belt, Cowboys insider, what's going on? Uh, Good question. I think we're still trying to figure that out. Something's going on. At the very least, I think the most likely explanation is Jerry thinks they have too many assistant coaches and views it as, we don't need this. I, I don't need you to have an eyes and ears. You need to be your own eyes and ears. We're 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 not doing this. That's that's what I would view as the most likely explanation is that Jerry just wants to downsize what is a very large coaching staff, one of the largest ones in the league. Okay, but is he cheap? Sorry, is he cheap? Um, I don't think he's cheap. I think he doesn't want to. I but I, I think he also doesn't want to just say I'm not just going to spend money to spend money. There needs to be a reason for this. Sure. Okay, that would explain Rob Davis, but mm-hmm. you still have to hire a replacement for Joe Philman unless you're just going to elevate assistants, right? You said Leon Lett was not the D-line coach. Right, assistant. So you don't need an assistant D-line coach. Now, he did work specifically you, with the defensive tackles. You need a running backs coach. Is there someone in-house who would replace? My point is, unless you have people, unless a lot of these guys were assistants to the, to the, to the assistant, or you have people that you already have ready to promote, you have to hire, pay, and replace these guys anyway. Yes, but I mean, you were. You're like, are they just not going to go without Leon Lett or George Edwards' position? They could go without a George Edwards position if they want Scott McCurley to be more hands on with the linebackers again. Uh, they don't necessarily have to hire a Leon Lett replacement unless they, again, want somebody to work specifically with the defensive tackles, which the defensive tackles have taken a lot of criticism in the city for a long time, and that was Leon Lett's position. Um, the Skip Pete, you know, that's they are going to need to go, go get a running back coach. They will need to go get an offensive line coach, but also. It's bizarre. We're too, I've never seen anything like this. We're two weeks into the NFL coaching hiring cycle and nobody has a job. Like, And so there is a little bit of the Cowboys may view it as, hey, there's. it's not like a bunch of people have sat down with musical chairs. We can evaluate this because a bunch of staffs aren't settled yet. So there are a lot of people for us to choose from that we may like. And so that could be why they've decided to move on from some of these. Again, these are not firings. These are just you're not renewing contracts. You were going to have to sign a new deal regardless, whether it was guys re-signing or going and find somebody else. And why the delay in hiring? In, in, in hirings of, around the league? What's the domino? Well, I think, a, I think Sean Payton is a domino. You got a couple teams that want him, but I, 
obviously the compensation that New Orleans wants, I think, is holding things up. I think it's clear that it's holding things up because uh, they don't want to give it up. And, you know, I can't imagine there's – there's a lot of candidates out there, but, you know, I can't imagine these teams are going to want to make a decision hastily and then realize, oh, we could have gotten Sean Payton for three. Yeah, and, I mean, who are the – who are some of the big names that people are interested in hiring? Shane Steichen, okay, he's in the playoffs right now. D'Amico Ryans, he's in the playoffs. Dan Quinn just exited the playoffs. Like, it could be that they were just waiting mm. for guys to get done with their teams before they really pursued the names they wanted. I went and did a quick look, and I couldn't find a, an updated one, but this is from, this is from like, you know, almost a decade ago. Like, to look at the coaching staff sizes in the NFL. Yeah. And you said the Cowboys had 27 assistants or 27? Or last year, or what it is. Yeah, when Jerry had mentioned the number to you guys last year, I think it was 27 is what he said. So... Like, at the time, the Steelers had 15 coaches. Wow. The league leader was Seattle and Philly with 24. Now, again, this was 10 years ago. So, that's mm. – and each coach makes – let's just put the number at $100,000 because you're going to have some really young, lower assistants that aren't making that and some that are making way, way more. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, if, if the league average is 20, let's just say it's 20, and he's got 27, I could see why he would purge – a half dozen there there are a lot of quality control coaches there are a lot of assistant like you've got an assistant offensive line coach you had an assistant defensive line coach um you've got a at one point they had a cornerbacks and a safeties coach and a passing game coordinator and so i mean they they've definitely got a number of co- now there's an argument to be made that hey the more coaches you have on staff the more you know time on task the more attention to detail with specific groups you can make that sort of an argument but i think that the cowboys feel like are there too many cooks in the kitchen here? Is Mike McCarthy waking up angry this morning? Um, I don't. Is he waking up any more angry than when he had to let his buddy Mike Nolan go? Probably not. Um, and and he he moved on from that. But it, it's a, at the very least, it's interesting. I I hope I hope that we will get the KNC Friday. Jack. I know. I, was I just hope. Thinking that Jerry Jones. 10.30. You're going to kick them out. You're going to kick Corey out. Just like, I'll sit in for the get out of here. They would let me in. <laughs> they would let me in if I wanted, I think. Uh, so maybe, Jerry, 10.30 on KNC. We still have not had the end of the season Mike McCarthy press conference. That should be real pleasant. Oh, My yeah. Lord, how gruff and rough and grouchy is he going to be? Well, I think it's just like anything, you know. Uh... <laughs> and, and I wonder, are they going to wait until Kellen and Dan Quinn are hired before they have that presser? They didn't last year. God, what I would pay, what could I pay each media member individually to not show up? (laughs) (laughs) What if they, what if they, because they they love doing this, right? It's our timeline. We don't have to do it according to the rest of the NFL. We don't have to get rid of Jason on your timeline. It's our timeline. And it'd be amazing. They sat there and had their end of the season presser in two weeks and no one walked in the room. I'd love that. It annoyed them, I think, last year that nobody showed up to Senior Bowl. When Jerry was there to talk, and there were two reporters to talk to Jerry at Senior Bowl. Really, I think I think that was I think that was a little off putting. Like, oh, people are that disinterested. Well, we right were now. you know in a pandemic and not last year. Well, I just mean I mean some would some would, ar- some, some would argue we never were. You know, <laughs> businesses recovering, expenses cutting back, resources, all these things. Hate True, news. but some of it also was there was not a total interest in. Don't really care right now. Would you say? Did, uh, Ralph Ralph DeSantis. It's fake news. It's fake news. <laughs> no pandemic. What's going on with the San Francisco 49ers D lineman? You got a phone call about this the other day before this got reported. You got a phone call in the commercial break. We got some legal issues. 
And San Fran? <laughs> yeah, hook him. Uh, Charles O'Menahue, the uh, former Longhorns defensive lineman, uh, was arrested Monday on suspicion of misdemeanor domestic violence. So the interesting thing here is that, and, and I'm I'm very surprised by this, he's apparently going to play. Yeah. They're they're going to let him play even while they're, they're because Kyle Shanahan said, we're going to let the legal process take care of itself. Mm-hmm. We don't feel we should kick him off our team at this time. And so I'm just surprised that you can go from Monday being in jail for this and then at, Sunday you're playing. At five in the afternoon, a woman reportedly called and said that Omenahu pushed her to the ground during an argument. No visible injuries were observed. She did complain of pain in her arm, but declined medical attention. He was booked and released. He was also served with a restraining order. And the 49ers, of course, are saying we're reviewing, but we're preparing for him to play. I've always felt this was like the thing to do. Let the legal process play out. You're free. You're free. and Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) You're free until you're not. Uh, that's how I've always viewed it. And then once you're booked or charged or whatever it is, I guess charged is the way, then you make a decision on what to do. And then if, well, he know, was booked, well, but, but I mean, charged. Not just, you know, so when you're charged with something, then you make a decision, uh, until then you let the legal process play out. And then when he's found guilty or not guilty by I, a jury of his peers, by a jury, then I just go by whatever the. Ruling is he's a free man or not. Another identical loss for the Dallas Stars at the AAC last night. Now Natchez with a lane. Natchez with a seat, and he does it again. Marty Natchez ends it in overtime. Carolina, 3-2 winners in Dallas. Heavyweight fight. Hurricanes TV with the call. First place Carolina gets the 3-2 win over first place Dallas. The Stars... They're still atop the Central, but this is now consecutive 3-2 overtime losses at home. They're 3-9 and nine in games that have gone beyond regulation. And Coach DeBoer afterwards said this overtime thing, it's like a little bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy. We don't have a lot of confidence for whatever reason in overtime. we got to find yeah. that swagger again. Yeah, you know, overtimes, they can really inflate or or make your record look way, way worse because it's, it's not real hockey. It's fake. It's three-on-three. I mean, you're you're getting just so much space, so much space to work with. I, I don't I don't worry. Get get your point and move on. I don't, I don't really worry about the overtime records. Stars host the Devils tomorrow. Last game before the All Star break. What? Nothing. You you smirked at me. Don't give me that smirk. People can see you on the fan cam. I know. So now the great, best thing about the fan cam, when people think I'm just losing my mind and being this angry, aggressive individual out of nowhere, now they can see where it's coming from with your stupid smirk. You were going to say something sarcastic about being a hockey expert. I was going to, but I didn't. And so I was I was practicing self-discipline, and I still got the evil eyes shot at me. Um, I wish they could show, like, the, the three-shot, right? I, I wish they would... Because Bobby and Sean look directly at each other. Oh yeah, and I've and I'm like like a lizard over here trying to have my eyes. <laughs> yeah, you're like Charlie spots. Rose, like uh, Charlie mediating. Rose. Yeah, he's mediating. Is that the guy yeah. with the? God, the, my dad would be so proud of you. He got canceled, I think. <laughs> the dark room. It was like the dark. Yeah. There was like nothing in there. The most boring channel of all time, MPT. The Charlie Rose <laughs> bore people to sleep. I think he got canceled. Uh, Mavs Suns tonight at nine o'clock. By the way. One of the games of the year. Well, first off, Dame dropped 60 last night. Anthony Davis is back for the Lakers. He came off the bench. They beat the Spurs. But the best rivalry in sports right now, I'm saying in sports, 
is Golden State and Memphis. Did you see that game last night? It was epic. Steph got tossed with a minute 15 left. Golden State still wins. They hate each other, and they have battles. That was amazing last night. What did you think I was going to say? I, I was. I thought you were going to say Mavs Suns. I was about to like. I was, I was like, wait, what's going there? With Suns this? have to win for that to be a rivalry. Yeah, I thought you were going to say Shannon Sharp and the Grizzlies. <laughs> Shannon Sharp and the Grizzlies. I think Ed Reed called out Shannon Sharp the other day as well. Uh, so Mavs Suns tonight at 9 p.m. and Rangers tonight. That's right. It's happening right here at the radio station. You can show up at 6:15 here at the building for our Rangers hot stove show. We're gonna have Rangers pitchers Taylor Hearn and Brock Burke get a pick autographs, get a tour of the radio station. It'll be Jared Sandler and the Get Right doing radio right here at the station from seven to eight. No sign up required. It is free. Doors open at 6:15. Enjoy a free evening. On us, on the home of the Rangers, and you can sign up for Fan Bowl that's taking place February. What's the date? Fourth. It's February fourth. It's a Saturday. Okay, it's Saturday, February fourth. Revolver. I love their beer. Revolver Brewing at Inside Texas Live. Inside not, Texas. Not Live. their um, like setup in Fort brewery. Worth. Not their actual brewery at Texas Live, February fourth. You got a prediction have, for paper football no, now? No, no. Do we play? Yes. We play? We take part? Yes. Okay. All right. There's a there's a Tolo bracket and there's a talent bracket. Talent bracket. With yeah. all you youngsters. Have you ever even played paper football? I you could say I'm the Adam Vinatieri of paper football. See, of course. You do you do See, that, I Tolo. You knew that was gonna happen. <laughs> no, no, I honestly haven't played happen. paper football in forever and I was mid at it. So mid? Yeah. What is that a term? Yeah, oh the, my gosh, the, Sean. The, how the, old are you now? I was mid? <laughs> yeah, he was, I was average. mid. Yeah, like very average. Can't just say I was I was decent. Here, I was I'll, average. Allow me decent. Allow me to use this in a sentence for you. He was the Dak Prescott. Uh, in high school. <laughs> Headlines on a Thursday as Bobby has thrown off the headphones. Man, I control too. Let's get <laughs> I control too. Let's get him even more upset. <laughs> oh and three. <laughs> NFC title game Jeopardy. He slammed the door. Next on the fan. And it's back to Sean and RJ right here on 105.3 The Fan segment brought to you by the personal injury lawyers. Frankel and Frankel, there's a reason you need a special license to drive a big truck. So companies that hire drivers and put them in a big truck should be held accountable for what happens when one hurts you. Frankel, you need Frankel and Frankel. Visit truckwreck.com or call them 214-333-3333. Do not know if Bobby Belt loses his mind more now if he goes 0-3 for Sports Jeopardy or at 8 o'clock with this national writer saying who they would take to start a team over Dak Prescott. Bobby showed me, God, he's dark. He showed me a tweet yesterday yeah, he, he was, was going to send to this national writer that could have ended him. I was just going to retweet something of theirs. I'm, but you didn't do it? No. Okay. Woo. But I should. Man, this guy, this guy is dark. We'll get into that at 8 o'clock. Watch how many Tolos actually agree. Uh, but right now, it is time to play. NFC Championship Game Jeopardy. Oh, that's right, Sean. Thank you very much. I'll be your host this morning, Peyton Russell. You guys are my participants today. No longer hosts for this segment. I'll be the host. (laughs) We have one Sean Sharif, (laughs) defending champion RJ Choppy. Yeah, right, baby. And uh, last place, Bobby Belt. Yes. Oh, and two. Oh, my goodness. Oh, for life. Did that pick up on the fan cam? It did not. not. I made sure it didn't. 
So the rules are simple, just like the last two weeks. We have three categories here. Which do you want the, to write them down? I will yeah. say them. Now this has to do with what? What's the topic here? So it's NFC Championship Jeopardy. So it has to do with former 49ers or Eagles players, but they tie back to the Cowboys. But they tie back to the yeah, Cowboys. Yes, so it's, it, they all have something to do with the Cowboys as well. Ooh. And then there's a third category, which was a last-minute decision, um, which I'll get to. Still relates to Philly and San Francisco, but more fan-related. All right, Station related. Sounds like a number of confusing categories. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. no. What are the categories? So the first one, traitors. Traitors. Yes. That's T-R-A-I-T-O-R-S. Okay. Good. Thank you. Playoff losers. Playoff. What is Tony or who is Tony Romo? Stop. No. Oh. Playoff losers. <laughs> and friends of the station now don't think these are all people you know within the station or close to the station but it ties back to san francisco and the city of philadelphia okay don't think too outside of it okay all right friends of the station all right rj choppy you are the defending champ you get to go first all right let's do Playoff losers for 400. God, he's got to always try to end it early. Okay, okay. Big Brain James said that. This adopted man played for both Philly and San Fran, but might be considered one of the best to never make it to the Hall of Fame. This adopted man. Man. Player, person, played for both Philly and San Fran but might be considered one of the best to never make it to the Hall of Fame. Bobby, do you know it? Not off the top of my head. This is an amazing clue. I have no Much idea. Much better than last week. But Peyton. time is running out. Um, Okay. Fra- uh, who is Frank Gore? Ooh. Dang! Mm. Wow, Minus this is 400. So now it goes to Bobby. Can you repeat the question, please? Uh, By time, by time, (laughs) by time. Yes, I will. Okay. This adopted man played for both Philly and San Fran, but might be considered one of the best to never make it to the Hall of Fame. Adopted? Oh, no! You have it now? Uh, Um, No, I don't. Who is... Troy Vincent? I have no idea. So he doesn't lose points. Doesn't no. lose points. Sean, you, you can did. steal. And you're down minus 400. I'm, I'm minus mm, 400. That okay. hurts. Philly and San Fran adopted. The adopted thing is what? That's way throwing me off. That's way throwing me off. I'm like here checking like orphanages on Google. <laughs> um, I I have no idea. And he, I'm going to say, I know he's in the Hall of Fame, but maybe it's a, a trick question. Who is T.O.? Okay, because he did his own Hall of Fame thing. So who was it? So it's Ricky Waters, running oh. back. Wow. So oh, I, can... I, I watched an NFL Films last night, Sean, and oh, well, uh, he was uh, he was number seven on the top ten to never make it to the Hall of Fame. I love Ricky Waters. So he had for style. Who? For what? He was a fantastic running back. No, that's his famous quote. Oh. For who? For what? Okay. They asked him why he had. Like didn't run through somebody. And he went, for who? For what? And everybody oh. thought he was a quitter after that. All right, Bobby, your chance to take the lead. Let's go with uh, traitors for four hundred. All right, 
This former first round running back, known for his time in Dallas, briefly made a stop in Philadelphia, but never exceeded expectations in a disappointing career with the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. Who is... Do you know it? <laughs> Who is Herschel Walker? Uh, oh, minus 400. You hate to see it. Shut up. A disappointing career here. All right, let's let's hear it one more time. Okay, okay. Because that's a very long clue. Yes, These are is. tough. It's better than last week. Everyone shut down the fan tags. It's off. This former first-round running back, known for his time in Dallas, briefly made a stop in Philadelphia, but never exceeded expectations in a disappointing career with the Dallas Cowboys. I have oh, yeah. no idea. These are four hundred dollar clues right here. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I do not know. So wait. So you're are you at minus four hundred now? Yeah, I had one name in mind, and now I'm All thinking right. I should have gone with it. You I'm can just... you can go ahead and buzz me. I don't even have a guess. Oh. I don't even have a name. RJ to get back to even. Ooh. Who is Felix Jones? Mm. Damn it, that was, that was the name I had, and I opted for Herschel. Wow. Back time, back time, back to <laughs> Never seen anybody be more excited to be at zero. Hey, that was he was in, the, he was <laughs> in a huge hole. He was in yeah, a huge he was. hole. Yeah, All right. I was. Gaping. Give me Friends of the Station for 400. And remind me again, what, what this is people that we know? Yes, all, all these people you know very well. They've either been on the show or... <laughs> okay. Yeah, or you just know them with a media personality and stuff. Very close. Okay. Um, so 400, Friends of the Station. This local TV man, media member, said, that's weed, that's weed, in San Francisco, and has played often on this station. You know him very Say well. Say it one more time. Damn it. This local TV man, a media member, <laughs> said, that's weed, that's weed, in San Francisco. Who is? And has played. Nui Scruggs. Not a $400 clue on that one. Stop crying. Of course, Sean gets it. Stop crying. I will cry all I pick want. Your, pick the right category. I, I next agree. Time. That, was, that was not a. That was, that <laughs> really? was very, very is, easy. Is it so that's weed? The, that's weed? That's no. even That's weed. That's weed. That's weed. That's the quote right. That's not even, there's some people smoking weed. Yeah, that's not even no, the no, right no, quote. Play the drop. Lucius plays the drop every day. So that's I have, weed. I have the full that's audio clip. I have the full audio clip. Play it. All right. This is San Francisco, and I can tell you right over there. There's some people smoking weed because it's coming this way. We are truly, we are truly in San Francisco. Hey, look, I'm standing here. I'm like, that's not cigarettes. That's weed. That's weed. Okay. I never heard the whole clip. Yeah. Now, do I get to go again? Uh, No, you let it. We just go in the room. So it's choppy. All right. So I have 400. Bobby has negative 400. (laughs) And RJ's at zero. So all the $400 questions are out. All right, let's do Friends of the Station for three. Hundo. Okay. This guy played for Dallas, lives in Philadelphia, but we can't Philly hate him because he loves coming on the show. Uh, who is Ross Tucker? He loves coming on KNC, too. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to throw that in there, but. <laughs> yeah, nice double book by all of us. All right, so that's 300. RJ Choppy. Oh, Bobby's starting to see. He's starting to sweat. He's starting to take the hoodie off. He's starting to see. <laughs> take the hat off first. All right. All right, Bobby. What $300 question do you want? NFC Championship game Jeopardy here on The Fan. I want Friends of the Station for 200 oh, This is becoming oh, way too easy a topic. Copycats. Oh, 
All right. Worked for the Eagles. Trey Thomas is a fan, but the nation is a huge fan of his in the afternoons. Uh, who is Brian Broaddus? Mm-hmm. All right. That was for two. Trey Thomas was Brian Broaddus' first draft. He was. Now, here's my – so you're at minus 200. Here's my problem. I know the final Friends of the Station person. I know the answer, but it's only for 100. How do you know the answer? I just know it. Okay. Um, but do I take a cheap 100? These other things are out here for 300. And we do have a final Jeopardy, right? Yes, where you okay. can wager. Points. Let me go with. Let me go with playoff losses for 300. Okay. This Mormon is a current TV star, and it took him three tries to finally beat the Cowboys Who is Steve Young? in the playoffs. Who is Steve Young? Mormon! I know my Mormons. You're, you're big you're in the Mor- Mormon community. You're Mormons and your Mijos. Like real, real Mormons and the Mijos. <laughs> Get that on. <laughs> Get that on a t-shirt. shirt. Get that on a t-shirt. Real Housewives of Salt Lake, babe. You taught me about the, you taught me about the Mormons, babe. That's the because Mormons of you. And the Mormons and the Mijos. Mormons and the Mijos. RJ, you're nice. second place right now at 300. You're 400 behind Sean, but you can't come back in one turn. Will you go with the traders? Man, I need points, but let's uh, yeah, let's go with the 300 for Traders for three. Okay. Played for both the Eagles and Cowboys, but the fumbles took place before this. Played. Oh, uh, who is Mark Sanchez? There you right. go. That was a good one. <laughs> That's right, baby. Gonna, it's a good, good clue. Okay. I'm ready for final Jeopardy. So you are at 600. Yes. I'm at 700. Bobby's at minus 200 with categories running out. You just hate to see it, Bobby. You hate to see it. <laughs> Traders for 200. Okay. <laughs> hey, Sean, you doing okay over there? Me and, Shut you, up. Me and you were doing fine. I right? know I'm going to choke. It's my question. Okay. <laughs> okay. Traders for 200. After a costly fumble in the 2014 playoffs, he took his talents to Philadelphia. Who is DeMarco Murray? Only, can I finish? The no, clue, you can't. Okay. I never let anyone points. finish. <laughs> Back to zero. He is it. Back to zero. That was traders. Mm-hmm. That was traders. Yeah, for so you got playoff losers for two hundred, and then all the hundreds. <sighs> Let me knock out. Dang, this is gonna be huge here because RJ. Let me go friends of the station for one hundred. Oh, okay, okay. Wait, wait. Did we, is two hundred gone from friends of the station? Yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah, all right, one hundred. Once a year, this man who shows up frequently on this show is highly requested in San Francisco. Once a year. Mm. Shows up frequently on this very show. But he's requested in San Francisco. Oh, it's not what he was thinking. Who is? Well, I don't Friends know. Friends of the station. I, come on. I don't know if this radio station would allow this guy to be mentioned anymore, even though I talk with him every week. Who is Jesse Holly? Chop. Can you repeat the question? Because I don't think I know this answer. Me and Choppy are tied at 600 now. Okay. What are you jumping up and down for? You can't even know it. Friends of the station for 100. Once a year, this man who shows up frequently on this show is highly requested in San Francisco. So you can't lose points here. Mm. We can steal them. 
frequently on this show. I'm going to write down 100 for myself already. Um, okay, let's just go. I mean, who is Michael Irvin? I have no idea. I think I know this. Well, you're all who confident. Is, you better know it. Who is Mike Bassick? Uh, oh, okay. That was harder than a hundred dollar clue. It's not a forty niners. We're thinking, we're thinking football. Forty niners football. Well, I said it. Uh, that was spittle. I know that was a spittle clue. <laughs> it was. I know it was. it was. I know spittle's behind a lot of these. <laughs> they are good. They are good. All right, Bobby has one hundred. So now this is going to Choppy. Choppy, you can break the tie between me and you. Okay. Or you could lose two hundred points because I know you're going here. All right, so I guess uh, playoff losers for two. Mm-hmm. One of the goats who spent most of his time with the 49ers but had short stints with the Raiders and Seahawks. Who is Jerry Rice? God. That hurts. That hurts bad. That's Do you see who's in the lead? Do you see who's in the lead? Oh, I should have taken the higher point. This Defending is what happens, champ. Larry. This is what happens, Larry. What does Larry Flores have to do with this? <laughs> Who is, uh, or let's go uh, Traders for 100. Forgive, forgiven for disrespecting the star when he puts a star on his helmet. Who is Tara Lowens? All right, Bobby has 200. Crushing I have it. 600. RJ is 800. Uh, playoff losses 100 to finish it up. This eagle starred on the cover of Madden, and while most people won championships with him on the game, he can never win one in real life starred on the cover of Madden. Who is Donovan McNabb? All right, Choppy. Wager time, baby. Oh, man. Okay, yeah, now you got to write down your okay. your wager. So hang on. I gotta, so. Talk in the mic or bring the mic so with right you. So right now, I have 800. Yes, I have 700. Sean has 700, yeah. and Bobby has... 200. 200, okay. Yeah. Bobby. So now we Enjoy. all have to, do we all have to say our wagers out loud? No, you just write it down. Write and then down. when the question comes, you show how much you wagered. Okay. So write down your wager and then Peyton. Uh, so wants- Choppy, do you have a tough decision to make here? Yeah, brutal. Very tough decision with how much you want to wager. Yeah, because I if, I if I don't wager enough, let's say you bet it all and I don't wager enough, I'm going to lose to you even if I get it right. What does the chart say? See, I don't know what the two-point conversion <laughs> chart says here. Oh. And meanwhile, if if I get it right or wrong, yep. and Bob and, and a bit wager too much, and then you get it wrong, then Bobby wagers. I can come out of this and he win. Can come out of this and win. So he really could. Okay. Now you have to write it down, and you got to stick with it. You cannot change. It. All right. All right. So what's the question, Peyton? Okay. You. We, everyone's written down. Yeah. Their and then wager. you got to write down your answer too before you get. And it. then you got to write down the answer as well. Okay. okay. Final Jeopardy question. How many Super Bowl appearances do the Eagles and 49ers have combined? Not wins, Super Bowl appearances. Do they have combined? Oh my God! See, this is a Bobby question. He knew, he knew San Fran's last week. We're in trouble, I think. Although you're you're good at this too. How many combined appearances for Philly and San Francisco? Combined appearances. Combined appearances. Super Bowl appearances, not wins, just appearances. And then, okay, and then, and then, okay, all right, I've written mine down. And we go from lowest point total up, right? Sure, we can do that. I mean, that's typically how they do it in Final Jeopardy. Fine. 
Okay. You wagered? I wagered 200. All of it. Peyton, I went with, what is 10? Hang on. Don't give the answer yet. I, I, I think. I, yeah, because if you've written it down, it's fine. Okay. Well, it kind of ruins the suspense. Okay. Well, okay. then what'd you go with? I, yeah, so, I, Bobby, so Bobby get 200. I wagered 200 and said, what is 10? I wagered 500 and I said, what is 9? Don't feel confident. And I wagered all 800. Oh, my goodness. And I said, what is 10? Damn it. RJ, the back-to-back champ. That's right, baby. Another one. Another one. Let me see your paper. I want to make sure you didn't change anything. Another one. (sighs) Okay. On On the left side. Controversy. On the left side, he's written down 810. On the right side, he wrote down 509. Whoa. That's you. We have two different rows. Hold it up, hold it up for the fan game. That's we have your, that's two your. different it's guesses. I wrote down your guess wow. and I wrote down Bobby's. Interesting. I wrote down your guess and Bobby's. Interesting. Zoom Look in. at that. There, we have this. Clearly. The correct. In and then, big letters. <laughs> and you can see me writing and if you go back on the thing and look. And yeah, then his backup answer. I, I see you wrote down my answer, 10. You there heard me say is. 10 and then you so, quickly scribbled 10. Of Under protest for now. Now, RJ oh Chaffee is the back-to-back champion. RJ, you have a speech? No, uh, no, 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 no. It's on a protest. It's on a protest. It's on a protest. Here's the thing. I'm just happy Ryan, that I... Ryan, from now on, you come in here and you watch all of us. Uh, He's already down, He already saw. He already saw the circle from right from way now, before I wrote that. Yeah, do we have you, the camera view of that one behind RJ? From now mm. on, you come in and you watch us write down our final Where's Japanese? the red challenge flag? All right. I, uh, I All that I care about is I finished ahead of Sean, you know? Congrats! Two you, weeks in you, a row. You lost regular season. Uh, you you were you really zero and three. It, yeah, but Be you proud. know what? But you know what? We still count it as a successful season, Sean. Even if we don't win. Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three NFC Championship Game Jeopardy. All right, let's get to Mel Kuyper's latest mock draft that kind of blew up, uh, blew up here in the Metroplex. Woo. The Cowboys are about to take care of their Zeke and Pollard issue with one stone. But let's start at the top. Did you do your first draft show yesterday at DallasCowboys.com? I did. I did. It How was, prepared uh, were you? Uh, not as prepared as Brian Broaddus. Uh, How many so players have you all watched, each of you? Broaddus has watched like 100 already, and I've watched like 20. Okay. So I'm I'm way behind, uh, but we'll get there uh, one player at a time, brick by brick. Right. But uh, it went well. Stop and interrupt as you see fit. At number one, Mel Kuyper, who, by the way, before we laugh at Mel Kuyper, he did have Tyler Smith the only guy who had Tyler Smith to the Cowboys last year. He sure. nailed it. All the way back in January. All the way back. All the way. Chicago taking Jalen Carter. Georgia oh, D man. tackle at number one. <laughs> you want to you wanna tell us why you're a bad franchise and always have been a bad franchise? Taking a defensive tackle at number one. <laughs> Laughable, man. <laughs> That's what that is. No GM. <laughs> should keep their job with taking a defensive tackle number one. Just shouldn't. We have so, we have years in the history of the NFL, a hundred years of draft data shows defensive tackles drafted in the second round or worse have more impact historically than those drafted in the first. You will be laughed at if you take a defensive tackle number one. What if he's Aaron Donald, though? He's not. I mean, okay, he's, he's, he, re- he's really good. Because you can't project him to be Aaron Donald. Like, you have to show me that you're going to be a generational player like Aaron Donald in order for me to take you number one, and you and, can't show me that, and, so I never can. And no one saw that in Aaron Donald out of college. What do you I know? Did. What do you, 
I said he'd be the best defensive tackle of all time. <laughs> Shut up. I did. You didn't hear me. But Shut I did. up. <laughs> what What about Jalen Carter? Uh, I mean, he's he's very, very good. He's incredibly disruptive. The thing about Jalen Carter that some people have a question with is, A, the production never totally matched the skill set. It's kind of like Trayvon Walker, the discussion last year where it's like, okay, like, yeah, you've got all this stuff, but why are you not? Why didn't you put it together and put stuff on the field like that? Uh, the other question is there's some, I guess, some maturity questions about him. Um, but he's going, he's assuredly going like top three. All right. At number two, and before you fans of the armpit say, see, it didn't matter. We didn't blow our chance. I think Kuiper is doing this without trades right now. He's just making teams make the pick in that slot. So the Texans stay at two and they take CJ Stroud. He Ooh. doesn't, he doesn't have the bears trading out of one. He's just having the team stay and stick with the pick CJ Stroud two. To the Texans. Okay. Uh, this makes sense. So this shows he's doing his homework because Nick Casario does not like smaller quarterbacks. There's no chance that the Houston Texans take Bryce Young if history is to be believed. So the history of Casario, um, it, you know, going back to his time in New England is big, 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 big QBs. All right. Not the 5'10", buck 90 guy. Yeah, well, I mean, he's not. He won't be five ten. He'll come in taller than that. But he is. He is rail thin. <laughs> gonna, just, I'm, say, I'm saying a decompression table and stretch him. No, he's not. He's just. He's not five ten. He's thin, but he'll come in taller than five ten. Uh, Bryce Young, I think, is discernibly better than C.J. Stroud. But like, I mean, yeah. If you if you've got a quabble with who's bigger, you were talking Stroud. about Stroud. Stroud. Frame. Yeah, no, Stroud's well, bigger. Yeah, Bryce a, Young's a twig. Yeah, he is. He's only. Yeah, Stroud, Stroud's 6'3", 220. Will Anderson, three to Arizona, the Alabama defensive end. That's who I think's going number one. You think he's going number mm-hmm. one? Bryce Young to Indy at four. Okay. Will Levis, Ooh. Seattle, takes him out of Kentucky at five. I like Will Levis. I wonder what kind of quarterback he's going to be in the NFL. He, he, he'll, he'll throw a turnover on you. He'll throw a pick on you. He will. But it uh, could be okay. Red Raiders represent... Tyree Wilson, Texas Tech D-end to the Detroit Lions. That's via the Rams with the golf trade. He is a, he looks like he was built in a lab. He's a freak. All right, Raiders take a tackle at seven. Falcons take Miles Murphy at eight out of Clemson. Carolina, Anthony Richardson, Florida quarterback at nine. So how many quarterbacks is that already in the top ten? Four. Four. Wow. Four. Philly at number ten via the Saints. Defensive tackle out of pit. Is it Kalijah Kansi? Mm-hmm. I noticed you skipped the Northwestern tackle, Peter Skaronsky, but I'll give you that that one at seven. Is he related to the... Well, uh, I, don't, I, I don't care. He's <laughs> a Northwestern tackle. Boy, he would, he, he'd be good if he got here. He's really, really good. Okay. Uh, anything on the Eagles pick? Uh, I have not watched Kansi yet. All right. So you want to call me up, but you didn't even watch the tape. I, Titans <laughs> at... <laughs> watch the tape. Titans, <laughs> Titans at 11... Take Ohio State tackle, Texans, Iowa D. Lyman, Jets, Ohio State receiver, Patriots, Illinois corner, Green Bay, Notre Dame tight end, Washington, Broderick Jones, Georgia tackle, Steelers, Joey Porter Jr. out of Penn State, Lions, Christian Gonzalez, Oregon corner, Tampa Bay, uh, Georgia Tech D. Lyman, Seattle, Byron Young, Tennessee. There you go. 21, Chargers take a D-tackle out of USC. That's stunning if he goes in the first round. Tule, 
Tuipiloto. Tuli Tuipiloto. Tuipiloto. And and I Tuipiloto. And I like I'm I'm a fan of his, but I wouldn't think he'd go in the first. Quinton Johnston, wide receiver, TCU to the Baltimore Ravens at 22. Yeah, got to get Tyler Huntley some weapons. <laughs> <laughs> he has a Lamar joke for every yeah. Ravens topic on the show. It, it, no, you know what? It would be it would be nice for them to. It, it would be on brand for the Ravens to finally, if they if they if LeBron if Lamar does not come back, that they finally get a wide receiver. Yeah, <laughs> like that would be on brand for the Ravens. I think we're gonna have him soon. By the way, here on the Ooh. show, Quentin Johnston. Yeah, Vikings, Mississippi State corner, Jacksonville. Maryland Terrapin corner. New York Giants, Jordan Addison. Oh, he's good. USC he receiver at 25. He is a stud. Uh, Dane Brugler was writing about him the other day. He said when he's running routes, it looks eerily similar to Stefan Diggs. Ooh. He's very, very good. And at 26. Oh, God. Look at this. Just the guys of Texas are a problem. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm ready to fight with you about this. The Dallas Cowboys selected number 26. Bobby, why don't you read the card? B. John Robinson. Longhorns. I'm standing up, Brian. All right, y'all. I'm standing up. Get ready. I'm going to go and microwave the coffee as these two fight to the death. Here's a write-up from Kuiper. I can't wait to hear it. This just makes sense, right? Team owner Jerry Jones loves star running backs. Going back to his days of drafting Emmett, and he has repeatedly said Zeke is the Cowboys' most important player. Well, Elliott could be a salary cap casualty this offseason, and Tony Pollard, who made the Pro Bowl, broke his left leg and is a free agent. Could Jones and the Cowboys start over and take Robinson, the best back in this class here? Robinson also is a great pass catcher, so he's more than just a between-the-tackles runner. He could also take some of the pressure off Dak. I thought hard about defensive tackle with this pick. How with hard? Brian, is it Breezy? Yeah. Out of Clemson. And Mozzie Smith out of Michigan has two possibilities. Dallas struggled at times stopping the run. But it is Dijon, Bijan, Robinson, RJ Choppy. I would love for you to start. You know, if they go this route, I will I will riot. I will raise hell. <laughs> um, On like, what grounds? If they take a running back <laughs> in the first round again... Again, that will mean in their last seven first-round picks, which went over eight years because they traded one away for them, for Amari. So their last seven picks that were actually used to select a player that was cheap, they would have gone with two running backs, two linebackers, and then you get a left tackle, wide receiver, and a defensive end. Like I, I'm sorry, you, you can't you can't keep pouring resources into the running back position. If we haven't had enough data by now that you can just find a running back in the fourth round and he's fine, then you haven't been paying attention. Is he a good player? Yes. Does it matter if he's a good player? Absolutely not. The (laughs) offensive line is what dictates how good a running back is, assuming they're not Zeke and a slow, plodding fullback. (laughs) Who should they take at this pick? Well, the 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 CBS guy said they should take the next Tyreek Hill, which you know, Bobby, is Jalen Hyatt. That's what they should be taking. Oh, my they, gosh. But this they, is a Volunteers versus Longhorns no, thing? No, it's not. They should not take a running back. I don't care who they take. Why? I would li- because the position doesn't matter. You could get 85% of the player in the fourth round for a fraction of the cost. No, not not of Bijan. If we're talking oh, about yeah, Bijan. No, he's if so special. <laughs> yes. Barry he's Sanders. Brian Broaddus said Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders did, like, how, how many years did he make the playoffs? 
Aaron Donald's the greatest player what in the world. What does that have to do? When we're talking about adding weapons, what if I? Okay, so uh, would you would you, would you be in favor of bringing Tony Pollard back next year? No. Now, at any cost, you wouldn't bring him back. Yeah, I really. You know, what if I told you? Minimum. What if I told you? Veteran minimum. Gosh. What if I told you, uh, Tony Pollard? You can bring him back. You can re-sign him at four years for thirteen million total. Yeah. Okay. You bringing him back? Yeah, okay. Because that's Bijan Robinson's contract Maybe. if he slots in at twenty six. It's four years, thirteen million. You're getting a player at his most effective. Running backs are most effective on their first contract. So just take a fourth rounder then. Let me finish. I, I, I let you finish. I scratch that for the record. Bijan Robinson would be four years, thirteen million with a fifth year option. He's twenty one years old. He averaged seventeen yards per reception last Ooh. year, in addition to rushing for in damn near sixteen hundred yards. He is, we saw how TCU ran over the Big Twelve, if, and they get to play an NFL team, and they score seven points. If you tell Not me, understood. if you tell me you're taking Zeke at four, I'm saying no way. If you tell me you're taking Saquon Barkley too, no. Christian McCaffrey top ten, no. You tell me you're taking Travis Etienne at 25, you're taking Bijan Robinson at 26, and you're getting lower contract value. You're getting five years of control when they're effective without having to enter the second contract period. I'm taking that. At, that's where that's where that's where the value at the Etienne deal. At and and, and Etienne is now one of the most valuable players well, at his not. position for for what he's making. <laughs> yes, he oh, is. Oh, for what he's making, but who cares? That's the point. This this is something. Tony Pollard was more valuable than him. Why? What was he? Third round, fourth round? Give me a fourth round guy. Anybody with a pulse and some semblance of speed, you throw in the position, you open up a giant hole for him, and you let him run right through it. I don't care about your pedigree at the position. He's good. It doesn't matter if he's good. There is zero chance. I, I don't think B. John Robinson gets to 26. There's no, a, because there, there's, there's dumb teams there's, ahead of him. There's a slight <laughs> chance he gets there just because people don't want to take running backs early. But there is zero chance if Bijan Robinson gets there that there is anybody they have graded higher. He will be by far, not even close, the highest graded player the left Cowboys? on their board. Yes, he they love him. Not, they, yeah. they, they, I mean, everybody loves him. He is he is one of the. If, Who a, is he in a vacuum? He is one of the five most talented players in the draft. Like, like oh, 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 you're talking about style wise, who is he? He's. I mean, it's very electric, Barry Sanders. Like he last year, what did he have? He had two hundred. What was it? Two hundred fifty-eight carries last year. He had over a hundred forced missed tackles. That's an absurd number. That's a like, positional guy. value, right? And this that's where boomer, that's it's a boomer take from you, and I'm very disappointed. That is where I am very it's, disappointed. It's not here. because again, you're talking about the back end of the first. That's where if you can find an elite talent at the position, that's where you get the value because you go, oh, I get control for five years cheaply. I can get really high return on it and then as soon as the five years is done i can dump him i'm not arguing for a second contract for him well, why i'm saying why first, you want to get a player you yeah. can give a second contract yeah. in the first that's, round that's the thing you cannot this team's not even going to be the same team you're building in five you years i'm cannot. talking about building for this team right now go get that player you cannot draft somebody in the first round that you don't plan on giving a a second contract to mm. i disagree oh, it's, that's uh, you're, you're talking about that's 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 half a decade you're planning for right there all right you we'll continue this that. we'll continue this we got a lot of draft time to talk it here on sean and rj mel kuyper with bajan robinson to the cowboys in round one a national writer well bobby belt may have may it may have cardiac arrest during this show a national writer is choosing to start his team with this player over Dak. And why is the G-Bag Nation trying to kick this cowboy out of town? Next on The Fan.